Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. Welcome into the show. As you could tell, uh, my good friend Keith over there is, uh, If for those of you that are watching the show, um, you can tell my good friend Keith is uh, on location at a, a specific site. Uh, we're going to be talking about something uh, pretty important to us, uh, pretty important to a lot of people out there uh, on the show today. Um, you want to just go ahead and kind of let the cat out of the bag, Keith? Well, Jay, I'm out here in the woods <laughs> <laughs> looking at Nissan behind me. Got Nissan back here. Thought uh -huh. I'd uh, do a little reconnaissance work, right? Yep, yep. Couldn't hurt, as they say, right? That's right. Yep, it's... Because, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on. I got uh, I got somebody microwaving a... Looks, looks like a just-cracking egg bunch meal. <laughs> Yeah, so Keith uh, is at uh, Nissan North America headquarters there, and um, uh, the well, wonderful is is that right? I'm within I'm I'm within sight. I'm, you're, you're, I'm not on you're, the property. You're near the, you're near the campus. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. So, and there's a reason why he's there, folks. Uh, we, we are going to be talking today about um, the the pot getting stirred in the industry for a, a potential new Z coming our way. Um, the 400Z, we want to talk about it. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna give our opinion uh, and share some opinions of other people on uh, you know basically what Nissan needs to do to get this thing right. Um, considering some of the uh, the turmoil that they've been involved in over the last uh, several years, that's, so that's right, Jay. I got my list ready. You got your got your list ready. I do have so my we're, list. We're gonna do ten things Nissan needs to get right. Uh, for the new Z, the next generation Z car, which looks like it's going to be a 2021, you're going to do five. I'm going to do five. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this as a former Z car owner and, and, uh, enthusiast. So, right. So I decided, you know, why not, uh, just sneak out here in the woods and see what I couldn't uncover. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is great. This is fun. This will be fun. So I'm, I'm excited about this podcast today. So we got a few news topics that we wanted to get to. Um, Keith is uh, allowing me to to direct that and run through a couple of these stories. And I thought it, this really couldn't be more fitting, this first story we have today. Um, basically, the headline is, and uh, it says, the Nissan NV vans appear to be on the chopping block. How fitting for the topic of discussion today, huh? Man, so, I mean, where to start, Jay? So, these guys are in trouble. Uh, they've kind of been in trouble ever since Carlos going. Um, I don't think left is the right word. Uh, <laughs> no. We'll go with uh, found the clink. Yeah, yeah, slipped um, out, yeah. And uh, what they did is they kind of divided the leadership up into segments. Um, at least that's what they did initially. And so there's no... You know the pyramid the leadership the um org, org charts you know that you typically see where there's like one person at the top well that was carlos Ghosn, who was kind of a visionary i mean kind of famously rescued renault and nissan from the cliff of bankruptcy and he was uh, like turned the, the company around he was like one of the first or the first uh uh per people to be a CEO of two Fortune 500 companies at the same time, I think, in, in the history, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, he was kind of a Steve Jobs or an Elon Musk type, and, you know, in personality and stature and kind of risk-taking and payoffs and all that. Yeah. And he was really loved by um, Dotson fans, Nissan fans, you know, um, for, for his ability to rescue the company. Yeah. Sorry, forgot to mute my phone. Anyway... Yeah, so they're killing the van. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, this, it's a sad story that you know it's just kind of bizarre how it has has all kind of played out for those guys, and and you yeah. really wish them well because Nissan has such a long-standing tradition of really putting out some great, great affordable sports cars, man. Um, That's and right. They were they were great looking. 
Um, but anyway, so the NV, you know this is this is just another casualty of what's going on with the company. This NV van. Um, for those of you that don't know it, that you know the NV van is the, it's a, it's a big van. Um, they they've been used in fleets and whatnot, and um, it, it does kind of look like a fleet van. It it, it does, and you know uh, it says Nissan NV line of vans might not be go, be long for this world. Uh, report from Automotive News cites unnamed sources familiar with the plans as proof that Nissan will extricate itself from the U.S. commercial van market, which is kind of interesting, man. I, I don't, um, I'm not real sure where those vans are assembled. Uh, I believe it's Mexico, if I'm not mistaken, but it, but they're designed to compete with like the Ford uh, Transit uh, Connect. Um, and, you know, of course, GM is a big player in the uh, delivery van market. But then you also have the, the oncoming onslaught of electric, electric vehicle vans, EV vans. Yeah. Um, for well, and who out. knows? They might, be, uh, they might be working on that. And, you know, this may not be a death is a real death like, like we talked about with the Dyson car, you know. I mean, it, uh, but uh, I will tell you, I just saw a guy drag his uh, 2021 NV design. Uh, NV van design plans into the trash can on his desktop. I'm not sure if that's a good sign or not. <laughs> I would say probably uh, not, my friend. <laughs> yeah, not not good for the folks over at Nissan. So, uh, you, it looks like you got a windy day there, my friend. It is a little windy, but it's overcast because it's in the 90s, man. And if it were sunny, I, I would literally be risking my life to do this podcast. So, it's I'm glad that we got a little. You little, would be melting here. Melting. So, melting. Uh, so we got what else we got in the news pipeline. Yeah, so you know, amidst of all the COVID uh, COVID nineteen, the pandemic, and everything, we we've been talking about this for like the last month and a half about how auto dealerships and, and automakers are faring through this whole thing. And um, you know, we we just recently podcasted about Hertz and and they're you know uh, filing for bankruptcy and and who is a supplier to those guys and um, Hyundai. I said this in the last podcast, they're actually going to come out smelling like roses because they're not a huge contributor to the um, uh, rental car market, they're, or at least to Hertz, that is. Um, but they basically took a gamble, uh, and, and it's paid off for these guys. Um, Hyundai had been stocking up on its inventory, um, and they were the first to kind of roll out the 0% financing for 84 months. Yeah, uh, and then they just loaded up with inventory, and well, you know, people are buying the heck out of those things. So, um, oh, hold on, Jay, hold on. I got uh -oh. a, I got a meeting room over <laughs> here on the one up in the top floor. It looks like they got a whiteboard going on. Let me see if I can see what's on the whiteboard. It says uh, goal number one: beat Hyundai for 2021. Oh, sorry. That's the t ways to beat Hyundai for 2020. It's a little <laughs> bit hard to get a whiteboard this far away, even with the binoculars. Sorry, man. So, oh, so sure. yeah, it looks like Hyundai's kind of taking the lead here, right? Yeah, well, they elected to be very aggressive up front to demonstrate leadership, uh, to demonstrate confidence uh, in the company, and to provide resources for their dealers, uh, basically. And, um, you know... The bottom line is, is they wanted to be out front of this thing, and they're they're able to capture that. So, and the numbers look really good. So let me ask you this, Jay: How many times have you had to listen to me complain about how Honda completely stopped R and D during the 2008 recession, and then Acura and their product lines like the the Accord kind of suffered? Yeah. Two to three years after the turnaround, because That's they just right. didn't have anything on the design pipeline. Right. Absolutely. You know, and, and look What's out. What's that old uh, learning? Those who do not learn from history are destined to... Ah, nonsense. Yeah, yeah, That's all yeah, a bunch yeah. of hooey, right? Yeah, a bunch of hooey, man. It's not, not true. Not true. Um, so their you know, sales are good. Hyundai sales are, sales are good. Hyundai sales are good. Um, they're moving vehicles, and they have the inventory to support it. So uh, they're going to come out smelling like roses. And then on the flip side of that, as another piece of this news... Um, Another story, and this is from Automotive News also. Uh, auto dealers are reporting hot truck sales, but cold inventory. Why is that? All the shutdowns, the plant shutdowns, and, and right. just the support to, to get the product out there. Um, dealerships are really hurting. They just don't have the inventory. 
So while the sales are hot, um, this is another that ripple effect of problems that we're seeing because of this pandemic that have really uh, and, and the players that that really stepped up to the plate in anticipation of some of these things. We said this before, like with the restaurant industry, the service industry, be thinking outside of the box before the doors open back up because things are going to be different. You're going to need to be doing things differently. I, I feel like I feel like there's an I told you so in here somewhere. I don't <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah. who am I? I just, yeah, you know. yeah, definitely, definitely, man. But um, yeah, so there's, there's just some, some highlights of the news going on this week. And, and um, you know, it's a, I, we, we've been talking over the weekend. We've just opened up and gotten into phase two here, um, which has been really quite nice. Um, it's been interesting to see how people uh, have reacted to this. Um, there are people out there that are taking it still very seriously where they're, they're donning their masks when they go into places and they're, they're adhering to the six feet, um, rule as well as small groups of, of five or less. Um, but unfortunately you've always got that person or that group that thinks that they're invincible and, and they're, um, they put others at risk. So let's just hope that this thing doesn't get out of hand for us. So. I've kind of given up on the mask. I, if I go into a medical facility or someplace where they're required, I'll put one on. Mm -hmm. But honestly, there's there's so many people running around without them, and they're like bumping up into me and pushing their way in front of me. At the, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Very true, man. It's, um... I'm just sort of to the point where you know I'll, I'll make an effort if it looks like everyone else is. Mm -hmm. I, and I know, and I know, be the change you want to see in the world and all that. But truthfully. If five, the five other guys around me aren't wearing masks, I, I'm not sure me wearing one is going to do a whole lot of good. I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Right, right. Well, I it, it still it remains to be seen. Now there's a lot of things coming out, Keith, about surface contact and how they had initially thought that it could, it would stay on the surfaces of say packages that are being delivered or or items that are touched or stuff like that. And um, they're finding out now that's just not the case. So that type Ooh. of transmission is not as high. What you hey, got? in light of in light of like reduced um, workplace turnout, like everybody's a lot of people are still working remotely, right? Mm -hmm. What if I ordered a box of masks and put on like a delivery guy uniform and went over to Nissan? <laughs> right? I mean, they're they're on a skeleton crew right now, right? Like, right. you think I could get around and like find some like. Like Maybe. I'll go like all Tom Cruise and mission, the first Mission Impossible oh, ziplining from the ceiling and you oh, know. Oh heck yeah, Maybe, man. Right? Yeah, yeah do Toast. it. Toast. Toast. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, That's all awesome. I got, man. That's all I got. So um, before we get into our, um, you know, into the discussion about about Nissan and, and we really want to dig our teeth into this, um, Keith and I've got a lot of preparation that we we put into it and. I know he's excited just because he's right there, uh, very near campus, and he's 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 within eyesight of the of the uh, North American headquarters. Um, I wanted to take a second to uh, talk about our sponsor, um, uh, AERA. We are so happy to have these guys on board, man. We've been we've been talking about them now for a few weeks. Uh, we've got them on board, and let's talk about them a little bit, Keith. What do you think? I'm, uh, I lost Are, the last pit part well, of that. Yep. Technical difficulties, but I'm going to run with it here. I'm going to talk about AERA and what they I, do hey, for the industry. I showed up with the hat. I'm doing my part, man. <laughs> right on. I'm, I'm with you, man. So look, uh, AERA or the Engine Builders Association is the preeminent technical resource and industry voice for internal combustion engine builders, remanufacturers, machine shops, OEMs, suppliers, and service providers worldwide. Okay, guys, um, these guys were established in 1922, and AERA is the industry's oldest and most authoritative organization, serving an international membership made up of thousands of small and large businesses that provide service to industries ranging from mining and manufacturing to Formula One racing. Now, to get a hold of these guys, and if you want to become a member, you want to go to www.aera.org. Okay, you can become a member there, but they also have member locators. Okay, hey, why yeah. would I want to use that member locator? You want to get in touch with one of the, the, the most elite machine shops or repair service centers 
if they're wearing the AERA badge, you can be assured that they are I, supported by a really good organization. Personally, and this is just even before we, we got AERA as a sponsor, I'm not taking my vehicles in for engine service to a shop that's not an AERA member. I'm just not. There's a level of trust there. That's There's a level of, yep. uh, of uh, quality assurance that mm -hmm. you don't get without them. Just speaking from experience, man, your mileage yep. may vary, as they say, but I'm just telling <laughs> you what I would do. And that's I would also right. apparently smack the mic while I'm that's waving my hands around. I digress. <laughs> Well, Carry let me on. tell you. I'm gonna so, see what I can uh, see what yeah, I can find ahead. out. Yeah, keep, keep, keep looking on your reconnaissance mission there. But uh, let me tell you what you're gonna get with an AERA membership. Here's just a few of the benefits you'll receive. Okay, uh, you'll get toll-free technical support from master engine machinists. Um, you have the availability of Prosus Pro engine specification software, which is pretty incredible. I use it. I've used it for years. Uh, in fact, I'm gonna do a little uh, video on that on how it works. Um, they offer automotive machining online training. They have custom training programs. Um, they have six specification manuals, failure analysis manuals, and tech resource manuals. Uh, they offer a publication, which is called Engine Professional Magazine. And they also are heavily involved and are presenters of, of webinars. And they are there at these tech and skills regional conferences. So guys, I'm telling you, you want to join up and become an AERA member. Um, again, you have toll free access to five technicians, five days a week. They'll help you find the answers to tough technical questions coming from around the globe. Um, and again, don't forget to visit their member locator um, at their on their website at uh, www.aera.org forward slash member dash locator. Yep. And for more information uh, about what AERA can do for you, or or again, possibly if you want to join and become a member, an AERA member like we are, um, go to their website at aera.org, and they will be glad do to take care of you. Not have your car serviced anywhere that does not have this logo on the door. That's right. Again, awesome. personal, and, personal experience there. And right? again, I, I will reiterate this, that, that Keith and I are very honored and um, so yep. happy that these guys are on board with us to sponsor us uh, for these Thanks to series. everybody at, at AERA. Yes, everybody at AERA. Thank you so much for that. So, Okay, so let's let's uh, let's get into the juicy tidbits of, of why we're here today. Okay, now I'm gonna try something here. This okay. is live, pseudo live for you guys watching and listening. I'm gonna see Jay if I can get to my list without hanging up on this on this <laughs> internet call. So right. if I drop you, we'll 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 figure this out, right? Yes, we'll figure it out. All right. So can you still hear me? I can hear you. All right, that's good because I'm yep. I'm not looking at you. <laughs> well, All right, can, I'm ready. I can, so I can hear you and I can't see you, but that's fine. Oh, here. Well, let me switch back to my video. Yeah. And uh, oh, supposedly on these fancy things, there's a way to hang on. Let me see if I can use technology for the sake Ooh, of technology. We, I, man, I am so glad. You, see, we're we're not only are we the parts counter gurus, but Keith is somewhat of a uh, information technology guru. Um, so he's uh, he's he's got it all figured out over there. We're going to pull through this thing just fine. So the yeah, so the question is, can I split my screen on an iPad and I you know, I've watched my 10-year-old do this. Why can't I? <laughs> well, you didn't right? bring your technical advisor with you today? Uh, I did not, uh, foolishly, but you know, then he'd want to be on camera and you know. Yeah, I got you. So, uh, have you got your list up? Are you ready to? I do. I've got my list and you know what? I'm going to just keep toggling back and forth. Uh, that's fine. I can hear you. As long as I can hear you, I'm good. And we'll get through this. And, um, uh, first and foremost, though, can I can I give a shout out to somebody who has actually helped me uh, contribute some things here today? Shout away, shout away. Okay, so I'd like to uh, to uh, give uh, Judge Mac a shout out. I reached out to him this morning before we started podcasting because he is like a Z car lover. He loves Nissan, um, and so I asked him a few questions and. 
he's he's spot on with with what he thinks should be going down and we we had some similar answers but he really really had a little bit more insight into um into the depth of 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 what nissan really needs to do um and i think that i am definitely 100 percent in agreement with him on that and so I'll bring out some of his quotes, and I'm gonna. I got a quote. I'm gonna quote him on something, and I think is an excellent passage to, to this when we we get close to to, to finishing All up right. here today. So Sound, I'll tell you what. The first thing they need to do is to get somebody up there and wash that top level of windows, man. <laughs> they're they're so dirty. I'm having a hard time seeing through the top level. The 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 lower level's not so not so difficult, not so bad. Nah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, so we're gonna do a list of ten things Nissan needs to get right on this. New well, Z, the 2021 Z. Let's five let's, things from each. Yeah, yeah. Clarify that five from each, not not ten from right. me and ten from you, but five each. We, we don't want to yeah. go that long, but we could talk all map, day. But yeah. So and we this is in similar fashion to something we did with the Corvette, and we've done this with a few yeah. other things, and people seem to like it. So it's I've just got fun. My list. It's a lot of fun. Got, it's just a, it's now, opinion based. So are we gonna? Are, who's going first? Do we need to rock paper scissors this or what's um, the? Uh, I think you should go first. Okay. As a former Z owner, now mm-hmm. I know you've actually okay. It's it's story time, boys and girls. <laughs> uh, I want to say maybe eight or nine years ago, there was a phone call. It went a little bit like this. Ring ring. Hey, what's going on? Hey hey Jay, I'm thinking about buying a new car. Uh, I'm looking for a convertible, and I've got it narrowed down to either the Z or the BMW 3 Series with the hardtop convertible. Do you have any uh, research data or thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, Z. Go Z. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's kind of how it went. I mean, not exactly, but, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it was something similar. So, so went out and got one immediately, like, even more so than before, you know, just loved the car till the day I sold it. And honestly, the only reason I sold it was to go RVing with my family, and I'll be right back in the game uh, now that there's... I was a little bit worried about a, a, a model change, and I didn't want to be stuck with uh, a previous model. So, so a lot of what I'm about to say here is based on previous experience, not just with the car, but with the company, and living right. in the neighborhood of the company and having them kind of in my backyard. Uh, here, so, so let me just get right to it. Okay, I'm going from five to one. My fifth most important thing that Nissan needs to get right with this new Z car, yeah, which I'm told is going to be uh, probably the 400Z. Right. You know, they're wildly varying, um, you know, information on how much horsepower and all that, but, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere, you know, maybe a couple turbos. Here's what I got to say, man. Number five, put launch control on that sucker, okay? Ah. Look, if you're going to... If you're gonna do what Z does, okay, and everybody's all hung up on the zero to 60 time, now that we got electrics and EVs and all that, okay, fine, fair enough. You wanna compete with that? Simple. Put launch control on the car, especially if there's a manual transmission version, which I hope there is, we'll get to that in a minute. But I feel like it's not that expensive of an ad for Nissan, and I feel like it's gonna go a long way to help deal with the Corvette crowd, right? Absolutely, but don't forget they're also going to be competing against the Supra. Yeah, and, I knew you were going to throw that in here. Yeah, and, and I hope they, I hope they stop looking in that direction and they start looking up. Well, th- there's several ways that they can do that. I mean, you, you, first of all, okay, I, I don't want to get into that until I give my number five. Okay. All right. All right. Let's hear so, your number five then. <laughs> right. So my number five is no CV. T transmission. Don't go there with that. Have a man- okay. six-speed man- so, six-speed manual transmission, man. So here's what I hope as I try to figure out how to deal with my empty water bottle and keep it from blowing away. So I had the tech. Uh, they called it Techno Rev. It's kind of a fancy marketing term on my my Z. I had the manual trans, and basically what it did was I, I'm going to have to explain this without using my hands, Jay. I feel so cumbered but um it 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 synchronized the flywheel speed on the manual transmission so that when you downshifted with the clutch it was snappy and it didn't like yank you like it would it was, normally if you over rev and then you try to drop right. down 
right? Right. Yeah. It was awesome. And they used that it was an electronic based technology that they used to accomplish that. And I freaking loved it. And if they keep that feature, if they keep something in those lines, then they cannot do it with CVT. I, I'm right. with you 100% on that. Yeah, I mean, that, I, I think they would be foolish because, let's face it, look, the, 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 the Nissan Z is still truly, in my opinion, one of the only, like, analog-type sports yep. coupes, man. I mean, yep. it's, it's like, mm, and I want them to keep well, it that way. But they do need to drop some 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 um, technical some modern technical improvements in this thing, like you were just saying. Um, now, let me ask you a question. Your Z wasn't it? If I'm not mistaken, it had yeah. a that was a Nismo package, right? No, I had the convertible, which Nissan calls the Roadster. Okay, yeah. And you could not get a Nismo package on the on the Roadster. So what I did was I had I had it basically spec'd out from the factory with as much Nismo stuff on it as I could get right. to get it into that, but it wasn't a true Nismo because it was not the hard top. It wasn't the coupe. Right, understand, but I wanted to kind of lay that out because you had somewhat of a rare bird, you know. Um I did. I did. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. very hard to, yeah. To it get. was a yeah. beautiful car, man. I loved that car. That was a beautiful ride. I, I hated I, to see you get rid of it. We may have to dig a picture up here and throw it on the, you know, on, right. the, on, the, on the YouTube side during the podcast. So that okay. leads me into my number four. Okay. Right? Perfect. All right. Um, this is, this is a car that's designed for performance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now on mine, I had the nav system and I had an infotainment system and it was kind of minimalistic. And as I go on a lot of these automotive enthusiast websites, um, and I'm not going to name anybody out specifically, but they, we've all seen them, and there's articles right now on the Z, and they're all talking about, wow, I hope Nissan puts a touchscreen in the Z, or, you know, wow, I hope they get this, uh, you know, dual climate control, or I hope they get, man, look, let me just, I mean, that stuff adds to the cost. Put your money in the performance of the car. If you want... Uh, infotainment, go buy an Infinity, right? right? Stay in the same right. family and go buy the Infinity. That's not what this car is about. No. I don't care about being able to, I mean, it's a two-seater, so it's not like you're going to have DVD screens behind you, but they need to keep it simple inside. I don't care about gadgets. I don't care about all the extra buttons. I, a launch control button would be nice. Tr the ability to turn off traction control, absolutely. Do mm -hmm. not, do not, Nissan, start bloating this thing down with a bunch of crap buttons because I don't care about all that on a Z car. I do not care about that stuff in a Z car. Right. Okay. I, I Let hear it work you. with Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. You know, give me the option for a nav system. Make sure it integrates with my phone and we're done. That's it. Yeah. That's all you I don't need. need to, yeah. You need to be focusing on if it's any tech, any tech, it needs to be focused on the performance of the vehicle. Yep. I and, want a performance car under $60,000. And I, that, I'm not going to get that if I start throwing in a bunch of like. You're a absolutely correct. And and speaking of that, okay, so this is they're going to have to keep this thing under fifty grand to be able to compete, man. I I, I that th this is my number four. Um, they're going to have to be able to compete out there, and you're going to have to stay under fifty k. And here's why: because the the GR, the Super GR. That thing ranges in price between fifty-three grand and fifty-seven grand, okay, yeah. and that's who they're going up against. And and you know, I'm and I'm leading into this because that's who they have to compete against right now. I see. I my head's in a little bit different space with this. I would rather them not look at Toyota at all. I would rather them not even pay attention to Toyota because I am telling you as a Z owner know what you're doing in one of these cars and these are not zero to 60 cars right they're mm -hmm. track stars yeah it's the total package it's getting lap times down and nissan did that with the gtr right like zero to 60 they've never shown up and, and went we're, we're trying to win that game right but if you know what you're doing in one of those cars i cannot tell you i mean allegedly okay wouldn't right you know wouldn't yeah i might know someone that smoked a lot of corvettes off the off the off the red light right <laughs> Uh, that thought that, you know, I just, if you know what you're doing, the car's light and it will go. Right. And, and, and for, I've had the same, well, allegedly, I, I, 
you know, speaking for a friend here, but had a couple Ferraris, Ferrari California, smoked it. Just, but if you just start worrying about the Supra, and, and no offense to Toyota fans here, but that's really not even a Toyota anyway, you're kind of nope. lowering the bar. Go after the Corvette crowd, man. Yeah. Go after the Jaguar F-Type crowd. Go after that sixty to $100,000 range and be the, the price leader in, in, in that, and you get you get a lot more bang for your buck, so to speak. Right. Okay. No, and I, I, I don't disagree with you at all, but you're right. Your, your head is in a different space than, than mine is with that, which is I do believe that Nissan has to compete. Okay. Yeah. And, their, and their closest competitor at that level at this point is going to be that Toyota Supra. Oh, okay? don't get me wrong. If I had bought one of these new Zs in 2021 and I lost to a Supra, I'd be, yeah. I'd be annoyed. Right. Okay. So it's go, go into yours now. I've, I've, I've done my number four. All right. So let's see here on the list. Number three. Oh, here we go. So um, a lot of times when they do a model change, a convertible is an afterthought. Mm -hmm. And that can't be. Um, you know, this is a two-seater automobile. Uh, if you look at the other options in that category, there is a high demand for convertibles. Mm -hmm. And if Nissan does not release in, in the same year that they release the new, like if they take the convertible off their offering list until they have time to ramp that back up, I think it's a huge mistake. I think they've got to come out with both right away. Because yeah. there are some guys like me, that's a third car. And if you're going to spend the money on a third automobile, I want a convertible. Yeah. I know you lose a little bit of time and performance because of the wind drag and all that. Yeah. Don't care. Don't care. Yeah. want the convertible, willing to trade. I'm not putting it on the track anyway. I'm right. Not. Right. Well, I get it. I, and I completely get that. And that kind of ties into my third, um, which is I think that they ought to pay homage to the 240, the 260, the 280. And if you looked at the Nissan yep. Next ad campaign that they have rolling right now, and you look at the, 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 the profile of the Z in the commercial, you kind of see a little resemblance of, 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 that, of that paying a little bit of respect to the old 240, 260, 280. Um, the back end, uh, it's got that nice, sleek, that sleek that that Z line, man, in my opinion, is what what Yeah, it, so there are guys that have really come good. out and they have done renderings based on the silhouettes that we saw in that commercial. So if you haven't seen this commercial, Nissan released kind of a product lineup commercial about a week ago. Yeah. And you can find it on YouTube and it shows all their cars and then yeah. at the very beginning and the end they they, they reference the new Z that's coming, right? So right. guys are taking that image and they're rendering it what they hope. It does look like from the lines, from the silhouette, they are going to pay tribute to some of the previous uh, generations of the car. Yep. And uh, almost, uh, I've, I've seen and heard it referenced, like uh, some of that Japanese fighter pilot, kind of the zero kind of look. Yes. Uh, you know, which, that's awesome. Like, I heard that they're going to be taking some of, like, the tail the taillights, uh, the design there and the headlights are going to like be a combination of like the, the, the old 260 and then the back end, like the 280. Um, th now they all have the same long nose on yeah. them. Yeah. And so well, that's you got what to. it's, it's a yeah. lot of engine to go in. There. Right. So that's what you're seeing in, in, in the silhouettes that, that, you know, that we're seeing in, in this Nissan next, which by the way, guys, um, if you want to stay in the know on what is going on, with Nissan, they launched this campaign. You can follow them on Twitter, and it will be at Nissan, and in all caps, NEXT, N-E-X-T. So that's at Nissan NEXT, and you can find that on Twitter, and I would follow them, and then you'll get like the latest information that, that may become available. So, all right, so I, I, I Roofline, uh, we agree on that. Um, see, it's just amazing to me. We, we we're always somewhere in the sa same yeah. ball field, man. You know. What did it's, you? It's, so, what did you actually write down for your number three? That, that was it. Okay. Well, that, anytime I can steal your ideas, Jay, I'm, I'm glad to. You know, 
because look, I showed up today to steal, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. binoculars and all. That's, that's how it works, man. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're keeping keeping tabs on those guys over there. So okay. you are. Let's go. You to number... let me go first, buddy. That was yeah, your you... choice. Right. That's okay. <laughs> all right. Number two. What's your number two? Uh, let's see here. Number two. Number two. Um, okay. Now we alluded to this. Uh, I'm going to read it out, and then I'm going to jump back over to the meeting. I want to see a manual transmission or a version of manual control. Paddle shifters are okay. I'd be fine with that. But mm-hmm. none of that slip into uh, slip into manual mode with the shifter garbage yeah. like that you get on automatics. That's not, that's, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. Manual no. trans, please. I understand. I know what the Corvette did. I understand that the, the old style sh- stick shifter is slower. So yep. fine, if you want to go to paddle shifters or you want to do something centripetal with the, fine. But right. Right. Do something. Innovate with the clutch. Don't innovate by getting rid of the manual transmission. Right. Yeah. I think that they should stick with a, a you know a, a six speed manual with the short stub um, shifter. You lose so much yeah. of the feel and fun of driving that car in an automatic. Yeah. If, if you if you don't have a manual, and well, I've driven both. Yeah, for, and for Nissan's out there. And, and Nissans, man, the, the Z cars, you, you can get those things. It's so fun to get them up close to red line, man. And just, you know, it just, ugh, yeah. it's just so fun, man. They're so fun. So, Nothing says I work for Nissan, Jay, like yeah. a guy with a Z and an automatic transmission. <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of people out there laughing at that one, my friend. Okay, so, um, so I agree. that was your number two, the, the shifting? That was my number two. Number, number two. two. Okay, so my number two, and I'm, and it's, I, I did shift this one. Actually, I had two number twos. I'm gonna go with this one because I didn't know, didn't know where we wanted to go with this or who would come up with what. But I think that that they need to offer potentially a ZX package, a Z ZX package. Ah. Um, and I completely here, missed that. Yeah. And and here's where I'm going with that is that you know. You've got the Infinity series, like the Q50 Redline. Um, yeah. Okay, so these are twin turbo. Yeah. Uh, yep. So, so there's these things have been naturally aspirated for a um, long time. For a long time, man. Yep. So, wouldn't it be nice to see a twin turbo just drop that package in there, man? And yeah. So give that option? that's been rumored. There's been some pretty good background uh, supporting evidence behind the, the leak info that says it's going to happen. The question is, where is it going to happen in the lineup? Like, is it going to be in the base model, or are you going to have to spend to get that? Personally, I'm okay with coming in and trying to, you know, compete on price with the super crowd, like you said, and mm-hmm. just giving them a naturally aspirated version. Although, then you kind of got to support two engines, and if they go to the Infinity engine that it's talking about, that, that a lot of people have suspected they're going to use, yeah. then you just go with that engine, and it's already twin turbo, and you just put yeah. that across the whole lineup. Yeah, that so is not a bad engine. No, it's not. It's a very, very uh, respected um, uh, vehicle uh, within the automotive industry. I think they're getting about 400 horsepower out of it now. It's, it's, end. it's, yeah, it's top. It's, yeah, it's significant, man. So there you go. There's that. Um, that's something I think that they should really uh, work on. Um, yeah. Of course, that would be probably. I think it's a VR30 uh, is the engine that's in the red line, which is a three yeah. liter. And then you've got the, 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 what's in it now is the, uh, the VQ 37. Yeah. So I say you don't abandon those platforms at all. If anything, okay. add, add the three O in there. Yeah. Um, because that VQ at 37, man, has been a really, really good uh, engine for Nissan. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm telling you right now as a guy who loves these cars and, and a guy who can't stop smacking the mic, uh, mm-hmm. I would totally be okay with spending more on a higher end version because mm-hmm. it's still Jay, like the GTR is 120, 130,000, you know, you've got 20,000 to $30,000 to play with. If they come in at 50, 45 mm-hmm. to 50, right. Uh, you can still spend up a little bit and get a higher end performance, like a Nismo version of that Z and you're still 20 grand under a Corvette. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it makes sense. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of guys looking at that Z are not the same people that are looking at, you know, a luxury car. It, 
it's a completely different crowd in most cases, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But then you got your, you know, just your Nissan lovers, and they may go, "Well, I just want a convertible." All right, well then just go get the low end version, right? For mm, for right. forty nine nine ninety five or whatever. Right, right. So, all right. So, number one. Is this my number one? All right, let me number switch one. over here. Uh, my number one is okay. Here we go. This is I've been leading up to this the whole time. It's nothing new lap times it has to be the whole package handling Mm. braking cornering and speed not Mm -hmm. just zero to 60 okay right right paul newman raced and won races in dotsons okay the car can do it the car can do it dominate the sub one hundred thousand dollar uh performance car package if you want to call it that Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. can do it nissan you can do it I don't care so much about zero to 60. I know I started my list with launch control. That's a nice to have. That's why it's number five. Right. But if you can give me the whole package and I can get good lap times out of this car for those guys that do want to put them on a track and beat them up, that's even in the real world, like cornering and acceleration and handling and braking, all those things matter in a performance car. Right. 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 Do it. You can do it. Uh, Lotus does it. These cars are lightweight. Don't worry about beating guys zero to 60. Forget about the EVs. If you make this thing handle, it will do its job. Yep, I, I agree with you on that. That's, that's a good one, man. It has to be the whole package. Yep, I get you. I get you. Now, so I'm going to go in a different direction than that on my number one. Okay. And you're going you're gonna to find this interesting. But in order for Nissan to really stand out and, 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 and take that next step, because they have been so stagnant for so long, right? There's not been a whole lot of, you know whole lot of extra stuff going around you know just if anything they they cheaped out on everything this is yes i you know, i like where you're going with this they were they were cutting corners man i mean they, they had to out of necessity to save the right. company but you gotta put the quality in this vehicle first and foremost up front the quality has to be yes. there do not cut corners on this now amen having said that I think that it is now time for them to break the mold with this thing. I think you also need to offer an all-wheel drive Nismo version of this thing. Ooh. Oh, man. Now you just black. So all these Z fans right now, you've just divided our audience, okay? Because that no. is such a huge, you know. Now, I get it. Front engine, you got to do that to maybe get a little bit more of what I'm asking for. I do get it. Mm-hmm. But let's go back to what you're, okay, let's, let's. Go. You just you just dropped a couple heavies there and <laughs> just moved on. Yeah. So number one, and I completely agree, this is your brand ambassador. Yeah, I know they make a GTR Skyline, and it's way over $100,000 to get one realistically. Yep. This is your brand ambassador. This is yep. within reach of most of the working class. Nah, yep. a, a, most of the working class that want a performance car. How's that? That's right. That's right. This is your brand ambassador. If people look at this car and they go, it's quality and it's awesome, then that must mean that my minivan is going to be awesome too. Or that my Maxima is going to be awesome too. Or my Altima or whatever, right? Right. I completely agree with you. This car is your brand ambassador. They have to get it right. It has to be a good car. The Z has got to be the one that takes control and take control of the market. And they they are sitting, sitting in the driver's seat to do this. On to your all-wheel drive notion. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're trying to accomplish here. You guys, everybody that just bristled up when Jay said that, let, let, let's give him a chance because I think ultimately where you're going with this, Jay, is if you do pull off an all-wheel drive, you now have all those things that I'm asking for in the handling and the cornering. Absolutely correct. Now, are are you willing to sacrifice no CVT to get this done? Um, see, that's oh. the tough one. Yeah, see, that's a tough one for me. But are there anything? Here's the question, though: What does Nissan have on the table in the automatic transmission world that can handle that? That is not that. Yeah. That. I mean, do you do you put your technology all your 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 marbles in the technology basket there yeah and bring that to the forefront man i think it's not the right time for nissan in light of all the problems we they're having that we we just talked about i think that it's too risky and you and i both know that there are guys watching this ladies and gentlemen watching this very show right now that Mm -hmm. 
when the thought of an all-wheel drive Nissan Z, and they're like, uh, they had the same response I had initially, right? Oh, if sure. If you divide that group and turn a few of them off, that's sales that Nissan is losing that they desperately need right now. Yep. I think you do that when you're on your way up. I think you do that. You do those drastic changes like a, like a CVT all-wheel drive or whatever. You do those kinds of things when you're, when you're, when you're, you're rat, you're knocking on the door to number one, right? Not when you're trying to find yeah. out, uh, ways to keep the company afloat. Well, I definitely don't want them to get bloated on 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 the model. And when I say that, you, you don't want to offer too many things. You, you, sure. You, you, lose, you, you lose way too much, man. In my yeah. opinion, you lose the luster of the base package of the vehicle. Right. Because That's this right. thing ought to be. This thing ought to be like go get them like right out of the chute, just base model ready to go, man. Yep. yep. And yep. and I agree with you on that. So maybe that's just kind of a wish wish list thing down the road because I do think that that there there is some room for them to do that. But you're right. I would agree with you. They need to, they do need to focus on getting this right this first time. So one thing um, is for sure, Jay, we are not done talking about this. Oh, and uh, it's going to be a topic not. for quite a while here as we get closer to release so so let me let me give let me i'm going to quote judge mac here All i right. promised promised him i would throw something out real quick because i asked him you know just give me give me some some insight what's your thoughts on it and he did he was very very candid about it and he again he loves nissan but he also is smart enough to recognize nissan's had their their issues so here quote quote him he says diehard z guys will buy this we both know that, but Nissan hasn't produced anything that amazing in a long time, and it's a shame because, in his opinion, they were once at the pinnacle of Japanese race technology and yep. innovation. Such a long list of awesome cars, and they just let it die. That well, ties in. So very good good insight, uh, Judge. Take and, it back um, to the judge's, uh, like, that, there's an analogy there of Japan leading, right? Yeah. Yeah. And back to that zero and referencing the fighter plane designs. And yeah. that was an innovative thing. And everybody hated those things when they heard, right. them, you know, coming. Go back to being an innovator. I mean, they used to have innovate as a slogan on their, you know, get back to it. And yeah. I completely agree, man. Yeah. And, and that ties into the, the, the absolutely the quality of their work that they used to do versus what they're doing now. I had this conversation last night with someone. Make this thing a all, it has to be Japanese built. It has to be assembled and manufactured in Japan. Yep. It has to be a true Japanese um, model. It can, I do not build this in Alabama. The do not build this in Tennessee. Coming out of that company and Toyota, if we're going to mm -hmm. talk about, you know, the Asian Japanese uh, market. Right. The best stuff is made in Japan. Absolutely. All their product lineups, the stuff that they're building in Japan has a fewer quality issues by and large than right. the stuff built here in the United States. Sorry guys. That's that's a fact. It's, it's, man. it's a fact. It's a it's um you know, when you get into Asian models, um, their quality control it's it's better. It's hands down uh, yeah. better than, than ours. Um, not saying the stuff made here isn't great, just saying there's some the good stuff, stuff made in the U.S. Tends, tends to be a little better. Yep. And we're not, yeah, we're not putting them down. We're just saying that when it comes to vehicles like this, you expect that there's a reason why yeah. uh, GM is building the Corvette where they're building the Corvette. Okay. Right. Um, they focus all of their R&D there, and they've got the proving yep. ground, the track, yep. and everything. So they have the facility, yep. and, and that's why they do what they do. So you don't want to take this car and go put it in a factory in Mexico somewhere, man. That's just not right. how you deal with this, yeah. okay? You, you you put the Sentra down there, okay? <laughs> Amen, you, yeah. You build the Sentra there, or you build it in Detroit, one of the two. But um, I would prefer it be in Detroit, but um, we understand right. globalization. It, it has its its way of sneaking in and, and um, uh, moving stuff around the globe to uh, for the sake of um, cost-cutting and manageability of the finances, man. That's the way it works, so... So there you have it, man. I that's that's a pretty good list. I had a couple of other things. Um, um, actually, no, I didn't. We we covered them all. Well, before my battery dies here, maybe we should. Uh, do you mind throwing out a couple of uh, nope. social social references nope. and all that stuff? And Not at all. And and again, 
I'd like to take a chance to thank our sponsor today, AERA, uh, Engine Builders Association. Um, those guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for being on board with us. We appreciate it. And again, you can check those guys out at uh, www.aera.org uh, to find members and or become a member. So to follow us, uh, check us out on uh, partscountaguru.com. Um, to listen to this podcast, you can go to our podcast link on the same page. Anything that we mention on our podcast, uh, you can buy uh, through our website and by going to mentioned on the podcast, you'll see some featured items there. Um, if you'd like to follow us on social media, we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, on Instagram, we're at instagram.com forward slash the parts counter gurus. Uh, on Facebook, we're at facebook.com parts, uh, parts counter gurus, forward slash parts counter gurus. And over on Twitter, uh, our handle is at the counter show. Uh, so head over there, please on any of these sites, like us, follow us, share, tell a friend. Also, we have a great media channel, uh, where we have uh, a lot of, um, uh, DIY videos, uh, product reviews, uh, and we occasionally feature a portion of our, our, our live podcast on there and you can get to youtube.com, uh, forward slash parts counter gurus. While you are there, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, give us a thumbs up and ring that bell. All of that helps us continue to do what we're doing. When you're doing that, please share that and tell a friend and have them subscribe. Your subscriptions are free to you, but they are priceless to us. So please give us a hand. So, And that's my friend Keith over there on location, man, at the Nissan yep. campus, man. Risking wow. my life, for, Risking uh, his life. Uh, for a podcast. So thanks, Jay, for all the detail. Yeah. Uh, we will do our best to, you know, keep this thing covered and up, up to and including a test drive of this sucker when, when we can get access to it. Um, so definitely want to be subscribed for that. Let's see. Uh, I think you pretty much covered it. Uh, here, how about I leave you guys with this? So we've been talking about the retro design of the Z, the fighter pilots, the Zeros. You know, one of life's biggest questions, Jay, and I know you've heard this one before, but <laughs> talking about those, 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 kamikaze pilots those japanese zero pilots why do those guys wear helmets ah <laughs> right uh, right all right yeah. all right thanks man. for watching everybody that's jay over there i'm here <laughs> somewhere keith over there I'm keith's big. out there he's out there on campus we will see you soon take care guys So, Jay, it turns out that if you leave your phone sitting out in the sun while you're using it for internet connections, it'll overheat and kick yeah. you off the meeting. Well, one of these days, they'll come out with a radiator for that thing. <laughs>